I guess I've been playing Armor Core 6 as I was talking about with Chase and Zach. Um, yeah, how's that? Yeah, very fun. Really good. I'm like, I, I only played Armored Core when I could rent it from Blockbuster, which I feel like should put a date and time on when I was playing Armored Core pretty effectively. August 12th, I think the last one, 2008. Yeah, I think the last one I played was Armored Core 4, so... Uh, that about sums it up. I never, I don't think I ever played five or uh, Verdict Day. Um, but the gameplay is much faster than I I remembered, which makes me wonder if it's any faster or if I just played it really poorly as a kid, which could be a little bit of both. I'm going to assume um, it's just faster. Yeah, I'm going to assume A and B are both true. If it's anything like I know, Modern I From it's... Soft, it's pretty fast. True. I know people have said I think 4 made it to where you could just kind of do a low-grade boost at all times. And that's when the game started really speeding up. Because you're basically never walking. Like, you can walk, but there's not really a reason to. Because <laughs> uh, it costs you no energy to just, like, boost around. Um, or, like, the low version super boost. boost, yeah. Yeah, th this game has, like, a super boost that does, like, eat your energy. But Yeah, that was, I believe, uh, 4 or the new Jitkin console just to like because they made the map so much bigger yeah which is the other thing is like the levels are massive in armored core 6 uh it's not an open world game it's still like level based it just gives you like a it's lot of options level. in terms of approach <laughs> yeah but uh it's really fun i guess i'm also i didn't remember it being like basically a bullet hell game but honestly like it the most accurate way to describe it is that it's like a bullet hell mech game <laughs> so if you're wanting to get into it, expect to be dodging a lot. Uh, or don't, I guess, if you want to make a tread build, like uh, <laughs> Chase is saying he's going to do. If you want to stop being a mech and start being a tank with a torso. Yes. Which is, there is something kind of, like, silly but fun about that. I don't know what it is about it that always just feels funny to me. That it's like, you're a tank, but where the turret would be, there is the top half of a mech. <laughs> <laughs> it's very I mean, the, fun my, my real thing would be i love legs that are so heavy you can barely boost with them and then you can have a cannon on top because that's my ideal mech in my brain that's like mm. the chase idea i'm like a very a non-gundam style mech anytime we get closer to beam swords and stuff i'm like less into it but every time we get closer to a treading behemoth that fires a fuck off cannon i'm way into that so he wants um, to be a big locust from battle i want to yeah, I want to be like a big locust. No, I want to be like an atlas, where like I imagine that just fucking the giant cannon comes out and just falls down on top like the side of it and just fires and retracts up. That's all mm. I wanted to do. <laughs> uh, I see. I want. I've had this. dreams about this. I have music set to this in my head, of, like what it looks like. <laughs> I have like a whole ten minute dial, like ten minute scene in my head of what that mech looks like, how it works, and it's such a good mix of Gundam and BattleTech, and I'm just. Anime is waiting for me, baby. It's out there somewhere <laughs> in there. Mm. I'd say Armored Core gets you there, yes, depending on does. your build. Like, Armored obviously, Core there's beam swords. But... Get with the tread, and I respect that because the tread has always had the funniest ability, which is they just let you float sometimes if you do your power <laughs> management white. So you can just like slowly levitate and just move around. And I'm hoping I can just slowly levitate and just have two chain guns and just roll around. 
Yeah, I think it's still like the other ones where the tread has like the greatest weight capacity increase where you Hell basically yeah. no longer have to worry about being overloaded. Um, I feel like I usually end up with like biped or reverse leg when I used to play it. But when I was a kid, I mostly based that on aesthetics uh, and I like slightly humanoid mechs and I love having a beam sword. Now I'm playing it as an adult and I'm like, I might go quad leg just so I can fly <laughs> like constantly because that's always the big advantage with the quad leg builds. Um, but I'm not sure. I haven't tried so far. I haven't gotten very far. So all I have are biped legs. Uh, I might do a reverse joint because I think I can buy that from the shop and just see how that feels. I know I think the biggest thing for those is that you can jump higher and you might have like a slightly bigger weight capacity. I'm not really sure what the trade-off is on joint leg versus biped. Or reverse joint. You knew what I meant. But it, it is fun that this game is like, what kind of mech do you like? They're all here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care. You here. can build... Yeah, you can build the most atrocious mech design you want, as well as the the emblem editor. I think I already saw someone who just made an Among Us and state plastered it over their entire thing. There we go. And somebody who made their mech look like a minion. And I'm like, I can't wait Humanity to like spend restored. all this time designing my mech just to get bodied by somebody who's like way too fucking good at this game and looks like a minion. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly the best part of And I appreciate that all of this is... None of it's locked behind a paywall. There's no battle pass in Armored Core. So, that's nice. Look, yeah. it's just like every other FromSoft game. Don't fear the guy in, like, heavy armor and everything. Fear the coked-up weirdo with its naked. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, I mean, Armored Core is like that, too, because they have the, like, armored fortress-type like enemies. Yeah, that are, like, these massive city-sized things. And then Nineball shows up, and you can straight up make Nineball in the, like, uh, mech creator, and he's fucked up powerful. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can be Nineball if you want, but he's going to kick your ass either way. <laughs> and then, of course, Armored Core 2 is like, how do we make this harder? Now there's two nine balls. I must become the 18 ball. Yeah, what if AI yeah, exactly. was really fucking scary and strong? And what if we made two of them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah but we're not an armored core. You. Not an armored core <laughs> podcast. Isn't that right, Zach? That is true. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 41 of World's Strongest Podcast, Kai, the final chapters. I'm your host, Zach. He's my co-host, Chase. Hi, I'm co-host. And Thomas. Howdy, howdy. And today we're talking episodes 105, 106, and 107 of DBZ Kai, the final chapters. Uh, with episode 105, the dragon team fully assembled. Goku has come back. Which, <laughs> yeah, I know I make jokes, but this one does just, I, I feel like I don't need a summary. But yeah, Videl masters flight, so the teams are off. They each finish their training till the day of the tur tournament finally arrives. Everyone gathers at the arena where they're met by Goku, back on his 24-hour leave from the afterlife. Episode 106. Who is the world's greatest? The tournament preliminaries begin! Which feels like a misnomer, because there's not really a prelim anymore. Well, they've got their um, own version. Yeah, uh, now uh, the team takes a punch test before the tournament to determine their placing. And while everyone tries to hold back, they all blow away the competition. And Vegeta, the, the machine, as he does not try to hold back. <laughs> Meanwhile, Trunks and Goten get ready to fight in the junior tournament. Something they are far too qualified for. <laughs> in episode 107, everyone is surprised. Goten and Trunks super battle. Goten... 
Ooh, ah, little burp there. Goten and Trunks make short work of the other competitors at the juniors, to the shock of everyone but the Z-Warriors. All while Gohan, Gohan and Videl are stuck waiting for a new punch machine. But they make it back just in time to see Goten and Trunks start their championship bout. So, episode 105. All I wrote right off the bat was, here he fucking comes. <laughs> Goku arriving like the monster in It Follows in this movie, because we all know he's on his way to steal the plot back from Gohan any second now. It's happening, it's <laughs> happening. Yeah, I mean, they still managed to put more of the focus on, like, people that aren't Goku in these three episodes. This one obviously has a little bit of a Goku lean, because Goku just showed up from the afterlife, but that feels... Like, that feels natural for mm -hmm. this episode, given that Goku is back from the afterlife for 24 yeah. hours. Plus, it's also, kind like, of the end deal. of the episode. Yeah. Um, but we open this episode with Gohan and Videl finishing up Videl's flight training. Uh, she's now, like, pretty good at this. <laughs> uh, she can, like, float and everything. Damn, Gohan I, can just out, like, it only took her I can just float however long I want. This is, like, great. And then Goten's still doing donuts in the air. <laughs> which she's like ten. we're not done until i can do mock 10 <laughs> gohan's like god damn it i do like gohan uh, like flying up to goten being like look bro i need you to be more shit when videl's around all right look she was really new to this she needs to boost her confidence so if you could just tone it down it'll be cool yeah <laughs> which like to be fair gohan hasn't had a chance to train at all for the tournament up to now and he kind of needs to to do that because <laughs> goku and vegeta are not fucking around um, and he kind of, like, has been stuck in not training mode for a long time. Um, or at least, you know, he's just been doing a superhero thing, but... Yeah, that's not... I think the average criminal in Satan City... Yeah, no, th none of them are even causing him to sweat, That's really. like him walking out, out onto his back porch and spraying, like, a wasp nest with some bug spray. Yeah, no, this is not a competition for him. This has just been, like, having fun. And now he's like, shit, I'm gonna have to try. <laughs> uh, I do love that we find out Videl is totally convinced with Mr. Satan's, like, shtick. Uh -huh. Which, I mean, she grew up watching him win the tournament and stuff. Mm -hmm. But she's like, yeah, no, Gohan, you're strong, but my dad will wipe the floor with you. Which, like, Gohan's internal monologues, like, she has no idea that she is, like, 20 times stronger than her dad already. <laughs> Yeah, but like I a also, country mile. I also like the Videl's even done with her dad's stick. She's like, man, nobody's stronger than my dad, and I wish somebody would kick his ass already. Yeah, which Gohan's like, oh, thank God, she's not going to be mad at me whenever <laughs> I just wreck his shit at oh, the tournament. Oh, thank turn God, I'm going to decapitate her father, and she's going to be like, that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she is. she's still fully in the lie that, like, he's the one who defeated Cell, which, I mean, makes sense. Like, her only perspective is Mr. Satan. I love that also, like, she doesn't think it weird that Mr. Satan's like, I'm not going to spar with you, I'd kill you at all points, even though now she is, like, fast enough to dodge bullets. Mm hmm I feel like she should have reasoned at some point that maybe she could at least, like, like her dad might have held back and would push harder for a fight between them. Well, you know, you grow up doing something with your parents, and your parents is always better than you, then you stop doing it, and no matter how hard you get, there's still somebody better, and that's your parents. See, also, that's Jackie true. Chun. 
<laughs> yeah, Goku comes to each of these tournaments hoping he can finally get his vengeance on Jackie Chun, and he just never gets that. Honestly, close. I'm so, meet that damn. Jackie I'm legitimately Chun surprised there hasn't been like a throwaway line about it. <laughs> Goku knows I, Jackie Chun died a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> With all the other fan service they did in various like filler in Dragon Ball Super, I'm kind of surprised we never had a Jackie Chun Goku rematch. <laughs> I don't even want, I don't even want the rematch. I want him to, like, just be casually asking around, hey, has anybody heard from Jackie Chun yet? And he's, like, been jonesing for a rematch. <laughs> I would. L I also would have loved it if when Roshi joined the Universe 7 team for the Universal Survival Arc, if he had joined as Jackie Chun. Would have been God. just insanely funny. That would have been good. They they do some good character work with him, both in the manga and anime, for him being in the tournament. But man, would it have been really funny if he was Jackie Chun the whole Speaking time. Speaking of Master Roshi, he's a lazy sack of shit for not having figured out how to fly by now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Master Roshi just doesn't want to figure I, it out. Or do we think it's like he hates Shin so much, and since this is like a, it was introduced as a crane school technique, you think he just doesn't learn on principle? Yeah. I feel I wouldn't be surprised if that's at least part of it for him. Oh, also, I love just going back to the scene at hand, like when Goku's like, yeah, my dad's coming back from the dead to fight in the tournament. <laughs> Videl is like, oh, I see your parents got divorced when your dad ran out with another woman. Uh, and therefore he's like dead metaphorically to you. And he's kind of coming back because you haven't seen him in a while. I get it. Parents are crazy. I haven't seen my mom in a long time. I'm like, <laughs> as crazy of a stretch this is, I can see how from her perspective, the idea of someone coming from the afterlife to fight in this tournament is less realistic. Well, because Gohan plays it off like, oh, he's not really around anymore, which can be read any number of normal ways. And then Goten comes in, oh, but not for long. He's coming back to life to, like in a month, and it's going to be really cool, and I'm finally going to meet him. Just like confirm yeah. he's dead, and she's just like, ah, uh, brain breaks and rewrites whatever was just said to make sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Gohan has at least enough common sense to know that, like, people don't come back from the dead often. Yes, he has more common <laughs> sense than Goten and Goku, as we're going to find out. True. Well, yeah, Goten, a little, like, he's a kid, so that's not surprising. Goku is Goku, and while <laughs> he's smarter than the fan base makes him out to be, not in this way. Goku would not have the common sense to think no one would get this. In one of the best bits through these episodes. Oh, for sure. Um... But yeah, so Videl does, they skip forward a bit, and Videl is, like, mastered flight now. Or at least mastered it to the point that Goten had several days ago. Mm -hmm. um, and Goten has successfully stopped showing off in front of her so that Gohan can get her to leave. <laughs> um, which she finally does, and then Gohan turns to Goten and is like, Alright, now let's actually train, and then just fly <laughs> up and start fucking brawling. Um... Trunks has, we get like kind of quick snippets of everyone's training. Yes. Uh, one more time as God, Trunks is, is now pretty adept in the, in the gravity chamber, much to Vegeta's dismay. Um, which these little character beats do a lot of the legwork to set up what will be Vegeta's arc as the tournament goes on, which I do appreciate that because mm -hmm. obviously like the thing that's going to motivate Vegeta to eventually, like, accept Bobbity's mind control and become Majin Vegeta 
is that he knows that will give him a power boost, and he's growing increasingly afraid of the fact that he thinks he is being left behind by everyone, including Goku. Hmm. Um, so I, I feel like this is a subtle way to kind of start that. It's also very in character for Vegeta up to this point, but I, I just want to say I appreciate that for where I know this is going. It's also very funny uh, in the montage to see Trunks and Vegeta training their absolute hard outs. Goten and Goten and Gohan beating the shit out of each other, training their hearts out the Super Saiyan. Then we cut to Piccolo, and he's still floating on the minute on the look, lookout menacingly. He's manifesting. <laughs> yeah, Piccolo has not moved in like a week, and he's and he's At only least. gotten stronger by doing that. <laughs> His power just keeps like, rising. Yeah. We all keep wondering how this happens, but every time I look at him, he looks more cut and his power level's gone up. <laughs> you just Which gotta want it enough, Goku. You just gotta want it enough. <laughs> also, I love Videl beating the shit out of the punching bag and just ragdolling it. That thing is flopping around like it weighs nothing. And eventually walking away as it just fucking explodes and she just tells her, I'm assuming, team of personal all trainers. Alright, rack it up, boys. Get another punching bag going. Yeah, they're all just like, uh, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so all these guys are like, she would kill me if I fought her now. <laughs> what the fuck has happened to Fidel? And Mr. And Mr. Satan in a is... nudie bag or something. Hell yeah. Uh, you have like a car mag, I think. Yeah, which, I mean, you stupid. could read it as something in there, but I don't think Mr. Satan is quite that horny. At least he's no, never he's been not. betrayed. Yeah. I think he is just a dad. He is just <laughs> he's looking just like at a like... guy. He's a divorced yeah. dad, so it sounds like. Yeah, he's such sure. a divorced dad. He's just looking at Corvette magazines and drinking like a whiskey, and is like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna be strong." <laughs> Which, I mean, he's still. Have you jacked. seen my he's pecs? They're the size of his... my face. Yeah, <laughs> but I love that this is just all he's doing leading up to the tournament. Which, to be fair, he has breezed through all the tournaments before now, because, well. Goku and uh, gang were not there. <laughs> they were busy doing other they shit. They were busy. They also just didn't realize there was any tournaments happening, even, yeah. which is better. It was like, mm -hmm. as it goes through the show, they realize this, like, this tournament's massive. Like, it's by a bunch of people mm -hmm. there, all these things. And they're like, wow, much bigger than last time. <laughs> yeah, which is like, well, it's, it's, yeah, it's way bigger than it was like 10 years ago. But... Which was like a shack yeah. in a small square. Ooh, yeah, they rebuilt that That's tournament ground way bigger. Yeah, I mean, now it has, like, actual stadium seats instead of just kind of, like, standing Well, you know, when the, the island ring. was turned into a glass floor, buying up the surrounding land was probably pretty cheap. Yeah, this was very conducive to them building a larger tournament. We could plan this out better now. We could start from, we're starting from literally square one. Yeah, and the ground's already leveled. Piccolo kind of saw to that for us. Every urban uh, planner in the entire Dragon Ball world climaxed to the exact same moment, seeing the wasteland that was that island. <laughs> the perfectly level wasteland that was that <laughs> island. Um, but yeah, we. this is when we're like, you know, X amount of time has passed. I'm not really sure if they say exactly how many days they it's had like 20 they days because they had like earlier. a month and then it took videl 10 days to do the flight to finish your flying training so that leaves like 20-ish yeah. days yeah so vaguely 20-ish days later everyone's on their way to my Orange favorite Island, movie. i think is yeah where the tournament is what vaguely 20-ish days later god damn it <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to process that one i hate that 
Anyway, uh, I love we get all the Z Warriors together again for the first time in a minute. Even Yamcha's here. T- yeah, Tien is not. Everyone just later in the like next episode or the episode after too. They're just like, well, Tien said we'd never see him again after Cell. <laughs> and so. he meant it. Turns out he hated us. <laughs> Tien's like, God, I finally have like a clean break <laughs> from everyone. Yeah, Chaozu, we're never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, there will be. But uh, yeah, Tien is not here. Yamcha is here in like a yellow two-piece suit and like now is a Gohan rocking like, Gohan's Gohan old haircut. hair. Yeah, which is funny because they basically traded hairstyles. They like really Gohan did. has. Yeah, Gohan has Cell Arc Yamcha's haircut, and Yamcha has Gohan's arc. They You're both like, saw each other and was like, that's the sickest haircut I've ever seen, and then changed it. Yeah, it's not the worst look on Yamcha. Uh, but they do just shit on Yamcha here real quick, just to be like, you competing? And he's just like, fuck no, I couldn't <laughs> look, win. I've learned my lesson, I'm not getting knocked out in the quarterfinals this time. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, man. I, don't, I don't think it's shit on Yon. I think Yamcha's like, yeah, it's over. Yeah. It's over for me, boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, Krillin's here, and that's Yamcha. great for Krillin and all, but it's also Jover for Krillin. <laughs> well, Krillin wasn't going to sign up until 18 was like, like, hell you won't. <laughs> exactly. We yeah. need the money. Mm-hmm. Also, everyone takes a moment to shit on Gohan's costume. Um, Every oh, single horrible. Person. Horrible. Yeah, which... He does not absorb as an insult. Good. And never Nor will. Piccolo says it in the slightest way possible, going, you're going to compete in that? He goes, yeah, it's cool, right? It's just no response. <laughs> <laughs> this is easily one of my favorite running gags of this arc so far. <laughs> it's just everyone but Gohan thinks Gohan's outfit is lame, but nobody really tells him except, like, Trunks. <laughs> still funny. Um... But yeah, everyone lands and the crowds are swarming around. Oh, Mr. we skipped Satan. A, we skipped a beat here because Gohan oh, goes in the interest of keeping our like of keep in the interest of keeping our uh, what's the word aliases un, uh, uh, keeping us not famous because everyone's gonna no recognize from the Cell games. No Super Saiyan. Yeah. To which Vegeta's which... like, "You dare!" Then Bulma's <laughs> like, "Shut up! It's a good idea." All right. Yeah. Well, Vegeta's like, "You dare." Uh, Krillin's like, oh, I might actually have a chance <laughs> oh! now. Which is uh, very That also funny just me. means 18 wins, right? I mean... Depends on how good the training was. Yeah, I was gonna say, everybody's trained really fucking hard. They might be able to clobber 18, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, it's, we it's don't ambiguous. know. The answer is we don't know, Zach. We gotta <laughs> watch to find out. Hmm. I saw Bio Broly. I know this. These fights where those questions don't get answered, as a Mister Satan's know. lies. We don't know. Oh, yeah. But then, yeah, everyone they get to the tournament grounds, and everyone is flocking to Mister Satan, like our champion who saved the world. Which the Z Warriors are all like, heh. But they're not going to correct it. They're like, we're kind of fine not getting mobbed like this. I also like um, that, at like... At least that was my read on they, it. They yeah. don't really care. They, they don't really care, but they get off the plane, and they're looking around, it's like, oh, I wonder who else is here. Oh, hey, there's Piccolo, and Piccolo has found the singular shady spot on this bright, sunny day in order to stand and lurk. I did write, this is the most Piccolo spot for him to be <laughs> in, is just... 
Him just being, like, over in the one place where there's no one else in their shade. Which also, like, he conducts photosynthesis. He needs the sun. <laughs> he, he's been manifesting uh, all day on the lookout. Mm-hmm. He's good to relax. He's been now. getting enough sun. How do you think he got so powerful? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Manifesting and then this is when chlorophyll. Yeah. <laughs> and this is when Goku instant transmits over. And everyone is just really pumped to finally see Goku again. Which is very, very sweet. And Oolong's here. And Go, yeah. And Goten being very nervous to meet his dad is really cute. This is a top tier Goku dad moment. Mm-hmm. Put that one in yeah. your fucking pipe and smoke it. Goku dad haters. Powerful. Though Goku I did love dad that. Moment. Yeah, I did love that Goku did not realize he had a second son. <laughs> Nobody told him. At least that's the implication. Yeah, he's like, wait, I was just gonna say that kid looks just like me, but he's immediately <laughs> like. Love you, kid. Which was very cute. Um, and Goku also, like, low-key throwed shade at Gohan's costume. but we'll, like, tell I was him to super face. disappointed Goku wasn't also all in on the great Saiyan man bit. I kind of thought he would be. But also, Goku has been wearing the same orange gi since he was, like, eight, True. more or less. So maybe we shouldn't be too surprised Goku <laughs> thinks any other kind of outfit is not worth it. Um, I also just like it that his response is, okay, that's cool. And like it moves on. And yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> there's not much you can really say besides that. I feel like Goku's just like, all right. I'm okay. glad, that wor- glad that works for you, son. Yeah. Krillin, you have whatever. hair. Yeah. Yeah, Krillin, what the fuck? Your I'm, hair looks terrible. You can tell he's like, I don't... Yeah, Goku's basically like, I don't get it, but this is fine. And then, yeah, <laughs> Goku is just like, I don't know, man. The Like, talking to Krillin, who has hair for the first time with him in his life. Which Krillin's like, I have been telling you since we are kids, I've been shaving it. I'm not <laughs> I've told you this multiple times. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just think, I think the whole cue ball look is more your style. Yeah. Oh my god, Which, it's like 2018. Like it's like, what? Such <laughs> yeah. a good bit. Holy Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit. And he's like, yeah, are y'all like a couple? He's like, yeah, we have a kid. And he's like, how? It's like, how'd you have a kid is with it... her if she's a robot? And Krillin's response is, look, man, just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, lay off. Like, I don't I don't need to go into detail about it's, the well, it's biology. Like, it's like an amazing progression. It's like, you've been, you know, I've been bald. You, I thought you were just naturally bald. No, I've shaved it. I've, like, been over this multiple times. <laughs> Oh my god, it's Android 18. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's that's 18. And 18's like, yeah. Hi. How'd you, how'd you not figure... <laughs> I've been here like this whole time. And, then, and mm-hmm. I just was like, someone needs to explain everything. And then Krill, in the most non-direct way, is like, well, you know, we stay at Master Roshi's place. And he's like... And then Goku somehow picks up that they're a couple from that description, which I don't think... I don't know how Goku picked that one. That's a pretty impressive read, Goku. Um, <laughs> nicely done. I mean... Considering like how many people are allowed to just crash there, yeah, that is a pretty impressive yeah. read that he clocks this as being something like yeah, particularly it's like, noteworthy. It's like how they describe it is so funny. He's like, "We live together. You're a couple. We have a kid. You have a kid. Um, how the hell did that happen?" And then Age just like seriously leaves, bounces. <laughs> Krillin's like, "Yeah, I'm kind of a fucking big deal face smug the whole time. He's like, how the fuck you have a kid with a robot? Not a robot." And he's like, ah. like he has had to painstakingly explain this before to other people. Yeah, like he's like, "This is like." The 15th or 16th time someone has made a big deal about this, and I am getting real sick of having to talk about this. It's like, look, lay off. We we have a kid. It happened. 
get used to We're it. On. And I just like that Goku's end response is, good for you? Yeah. <laughs> Krillin's like, yes, thank you. Yes, that is correct, Goku. Good for me. <laughs> like, I'm doing great for myself. <laughs> Um, also, I'm just yeah. now Videl. We're all going to try to say incognito of Videl. I'm going to go fly now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Videl immediately flies around. And I do love we get that last little, like, bit of her competitiveness as, like, she notices Gohan is flying side by side with her and she speeds up. <laughs> it's, like, flying side by side, like, backwards. So, like, he is, like, not really trying as much. Yeah, Videl's like, look like you've uh, met Or not backwards, match, but he has, like, his like, hands bro, down. You don't <laughs> yeah, like... Videl, you still think your dad is strong. You have no idea what you're getting into. You don't know what true strength is. Well, don't worry, she'll yeah. find out. Yeah, I mean, she's taken the first step into a whole world of martial arts she did not know existed. <laughs> uh, but that's the end of episode 105, as we move into 106, which everyone just... It, this is the one where they all comment, like, holy shit, this tournament has exploded in popularity. There's, like, tele like newscasters everywhere... Like there's Piccolo is slowly picking apart, sniping yeah, every single camera. So good. In the audience is such a dumb bit that it is brought up sometimes. Yeah, yeah, he like explodes the newscaster camera right as Goku's like, "I came back from the dead. I, I traveled from this heaven itself real. to fight in your tournament." And then the cameraman yeah. clocks his halo, which is like the first time we've seen it actually. Because I didn't, I didn't notice I it in the last episode. It was in the last yeah. episode. Oh, it was? Okay, well, yeah. it's the first time it's drawn attention to. I believe. The camera's like, well, that's weird. And then the camera just explodes in his face. After Goku, yes. after Piccolo's eyes flash yeah. red. <laughs> Evil intentions. <laughs> I also Which love them trying to get like, Piccolo or Vegeta. They're like, Vegeta, Piccolo, any words for you? It just leaves no no comment. <laughs> Fuck them. Hey, have Goku, we seen those guys else. before? Oh, cool, people talking? Yeah, somebody's like, I feel like we've seen Vegeta before and some of those other guys. And then, yeah, more cameras exploding. Eventually, uh, at one point, Gohan and Piccolo are talking. He's like, I blew up every camera in the stands <laughs> just in case somebody fucked up and your like secret identity got out. <laughs> which is so good funny. Uncle Piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Piccolo, as well as I just think Piccolo just doesn't want anyone's attention. He's like, I don't I know we're gonna do some shit that's gonna fuck with everyone's heads, and I don't need anybody having a picture of us. <laughs> um, although I do love they get out into like the the crowd of everybody, like all the potential fighters, and the announcer recognizes my them immediately. boy, my absolute lad. This is like the, the announcer's best back. Break. Oh, yeah, which the announcer looks pretty much exactly the same, except he has a mustache now. Mm -hmm. He looks older. Which, he looks older. He looks a yeah. bit older. He's a little like, I feel like we'd probably see him look older if he had no sunglasses on. Like, he probably has some crow's feet. Um, he saw an island get is, vaporized. That man is older. Yeah. But I do love his thing. Is He's just like, thank God y'all are here. These tournaments have been so fucking boring <laughs> compared to when y'all He's been chasing that high ever since. Yeah, he is like, y'all may have, like, fucked up my perception of reality, but now, like, I've come back to the real world and I'm a changed man. I can't, I can't just watch two people punch each other now. If nobody's shooting a laser, I can't, like, I'm asleep. He crawled out of Plato's cave and he can't go back. Well, then he instantly comes up and goes, so you guys defeated Cell, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not a fucking idiot, yeah, just let me know. And they just that. smiled and he's like, ah, ah. <laughs> 
That is my other favorite part, that he is like, look, I've seen y'all fight. I know Mr. Satan is full of shit. Y'all killed Cell, right? <laughs> like, he looks like... <laughs> no part of him is even remotely convinced Mr. Satan could have done it, and he's the one that put the champion belt on him. And he looks <laughs> like directly thing... at Piccolo, and he's like, hey, shoulder pads, can you not destroy the arena this time? Yeah. We'll see. And Piccolo's like, no promises. <laughs> yeah. And the only thing that throws him off truly is just Goku's like, yeah, the Halo is I'm dead and I came back to life for a day, day pass. And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever, man. Whatever story you want to tell for the audience, <laughs> that's cool. I'm like, how would you not believe just this one? Just fuck it. I'd be like, yeah, all right, that's fair enough. I guess there's hell in the afterlife. You come back on the day pass if you're a good boy. Like, yeah, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I will admit one part of me is like, man, how did he not buy that? And another part of me is like, that is a still a significant jump from like, you know, there's one jump that he's already gone over, which is some <laughs> people can fly and shoot lasers out of their hands. It is another jump to be like the afterlife does in fact exist, but also you can come back for a day if you're like a nice dude. Uh, Anyone and you can, can die fly and, come back and to shoot life. laser beams, they train hard enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I guess, like, I, I guess the World Tournament announcer should realize, like, Go or Krillin died and came back. True. I don't know if he saw Krillin's corpse. Oh, uh, but he got wished back with the Dragon Ball. Mm -hmm. It's different than actually totally dying and coming yeah. back to life with a day pass. Yeah, if Goku was wished yeah, back, guess... he'd be like, no, nah, I'm, I'm alive again. Now that he's dead, it's like, no, I'm still, like, technically dead. I'm just here. It's cool. Don't question it. Yeah, and he's just like, <laughs> whatever, man, you're crazy. <laughs> All right, get, uh, here's a punch machine. Here's the punch machine. Out. Yeah. But I do things love have the, gotten like, too Mr. busy. Satan. Yeah. yeah, they're like, we have too many competitors, so y'all are going to punch this machine. If the, the bottom or the top, like, 15 people go ahead, there's no prelims anymore. Because the champ gets um, a guaranteed spot now. Yeah. Which Mr. Satan comes out and sets the bar for us for what the the meter means, which I think is good in terms of both. It tells us, like, really quick, we do need a bar for what the numbers mean, mm -hmm. because these numbers are not, like, any kind of real-world measurement system, so they're meaningless unless someone sets it. Yeah, yeah. And two, it also does the work of establishing that Mr. Satan is actually a pretty strong dude in comparison to everyone that's not a Z-Fighter. How high is this punch like, thing rated? If Mr. Satan uh, is like a, the strongest normal guy in the world and he only hits a 137. That is a good question, which I imagine Toriyama put it just so that the Z Warriors number could be Oh, absolutely. I'm just sitting higher. here like, "Wow. Okay." Yeah. Uh, so we see you know, speaking of tournaments, this is just an awful way to do a tournament. Oh, absolutely. If like, you're like dealing yeah. with normal humans, there's like grappling and all this other stuff. You're going to be raw strength. No, nah, it's just a raw oh, yeah. right. It's just, you, look, you just line up a haymaker with your right hand and you'd better hope it's strong, buddy. Yeah, no, it really eliminates the whole martial arts part because that's a big part of martial arts in some ways, like learning how to fight an opponent who's physically stronger than Piccolo's you. Piccolo's right. It's just a circus these days. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, Mr. Satan comes out, hits a 137, and we start getting all of the, like, jobber types who actually won't be jobbing in the tournament because they won't get in. Um, <laughs> also, 137 all... is, like, a, like, everyone's like, Jesus Christ, is that, yeah. do my, yeah. do my eyes deceive me, a 137? By the Which nine. Which they, they go on to <laughs> re- yeah, by the nine. They go on to reassert that this is a big deal because everyone else who comes up and punches it is usually below 100 with, like, one person getting, like, a 103 or 104. Yeah. And they're and like, they oh, like, oh, a competitor. Oh. Yeah. 
And then 18 walks up. Everybody around 18 is like, knock me out, dear God, please. Which I was like, they are just the modern internet. True. <laughs> yeah. But then I 18 walks Krill's up. like, please go easy. Just go as easy as you can. God, fine. Yeah, and she, does like just a casual yeah. knock with like the back of her fist. And it's a 774. Yeah, which everyone's like, that's gotta be a fuck up. Oh, can you hit it again? And Krillin's like, she babe, goes, what the fuck? And she's like, look, pretending to be weak is tough, all right? Yeah, and she goes like basically. I know it's easy for you, but it's hard for me. <laughs> I would have fucking die. That's like the funniest. So line would Krillin. Yeah, just fucking take so Krillin out. Uh, and yeah. I love that she has to concentrate. She gets into an actual like punch position, and like is like I have to really fucking do this. And yeah. Does like the most like one inch ass punch Dink. with three fingers. Clocks like a two o three. Yeah, it's like her most held back is a two o three. And, like, you could tell she had to put so much effort into getting a 203. Krillin manages to get a 192, which, I mean, he's weaker than his wife. Yeah, we, also, get, we get a nice little montage here. Yeah. Of well, everyone doing, like, wonders solid too, like, one-inch punches just yeah. to, like, do the least amount of damage possible. Well, yeah, I love Goku I fucking this... has a big sweat beat up here as he goes for his punch. And he's, <laughs> and he's like, please, God, please, God, please, God. And he's like, as he's doing it, he has a dumb little <laughs> giggle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, they're they're all, like, this feels very much like when Gohan was playing baseball and thought he was nailing, like, blending in yeah, and everyone right. is, like, slack-jawed. Yeah. Where, like, the Z fighters are all going up being like, haha, we've we've successfully flown under the radar, all of them blowing away Mr. Satan's score and everyone in the arena being like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, even <laughs> if you look in the background of shots, like, everyone is just slack-jawed staring at them. <laughs> as they're last, like, we've, let's, r- let's run the scores down. Krillin gets a 192, yeah. Goku gets a 186, Piccolo a 210, and then Vegeta refuses to play along. Where Vegeta, and I think, legitimately machine. is playing along, but, like, in his way, just like, yeah, I'm just gonna punch it, though. Like, I'm gonna do a baby punch. That thing flies off, hits a tree, <laughs> some tree cuts in half. Like uh, It explodes. Yeah, it and explodes. Then part of it's flying because his everywhere. punch is still the most, like, whatever punch you could, like, mm-hmm. you see him mustering. And it but just, he's also not, like, consciously reducing his strength. No, he's not, like, I'm not going to, like, fucking joke around and be like, let's, get, let's make everyone feel like we can do the numbers. He's like, nope. Boop. Hits it. Explodes. Flies back. Cuts a tree in half. Hits a wall. Wall explodes. It explodes. You know, <laughs> just is what it is. Yeah, and everyone's like, we need a new machine, which Gohan and Videl did not get a chance Aww, to punch it. No, Vegeta fucked <laughs> so it up. St- yeah. But I do, I was wondering too, like, has 18 ever been trained in, like, trying to mask her power? Because no. her power level works very differently than everyone else's, too. No, that's why it's like, so hard she, for her. Yeah, she has no key, I don't think she, no, she doesn't have key sense either. 16 was the only one that yep. had an energy reader. Um, and even then, I don't think he could quite, like, pinpoint people. He mostly could just, he had, like, like, vibes. When someone was in front of him, he could say a rough estimate of their power. And he was the only one who had anything close to key sense. Uh, except for, like, Cell, who just had key sense. Um, but yeah, Vegeta takes it out, so Gohan and Videl are stuck there while they go to find Videl's another machine. Out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, those guys yeah, just all know each they other. Were... They're like a gang of super warriors. Blah blah. How, do yeah. you know that they're crazy? Uh, yeah, I'm just as shocked as you are. And they all approach Gohan. Hey, Gohan. I'm sorry about the machine. <laughs> oh, Shame you got to yeah. wait here. Yeah. Sucks to Oh, be hey, here. who's this? You Gohan's friend? Yeah. <laughs> and as they walk away, they're like, "Wait, you know those guys?" And they're like, "Uh, the one with the halo is my dad." 
<laughs> she's like, oh, you mean he was I do, like, I do love, I do love Adele being like, these guys are bad news. And then Goku just like, nice to meet you. Like, the most, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I love, these guys are bad news, has a literal halo above them. <laughs> like, it's so yeah. good to me. Like, it's a good dumb I mean, the bit. only one with anything that would resemble malicious intent is Vegeta. And <laughs> like, right now, it's not really that malicious. He's just grumpy. Uh, everyone else is just like, trying their best to play ball and she doesn't even know that all of them are holding back <laughs> yeah hold, holding back like metric gigatons of power um, yeah except for vegeta who is only holding back you know also metric gigatons but just a little bit less <laughs> just a little bit less hold back i mean and yeah, I, I the way i, I interpreted yeah. it is vegeta threw a jab well like he instead of throwing a punch like he didn't throw a hook he threw a jab but he did not really he didn't put any stink on it, but he did not hold it back. No. Like, it was a standing punch, the most yeah. weak of punches. <laughs> and, yeah, I think because he's just like, he, he. this was not just to get him qualified. This was to make a point to both his friends and everyone else there that, like, none of you are on par with us. And, yeah. And, 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 and to his friends being like, I am going all out in this tournament, and all of you better do the same. <laughs> um. But then we get Mr. Satan introducing the kids' tournament, um, which Mr. Satan runs out, does, like, a pretty big wrestling entrance up until he slips and slams his head, going owie, 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 rolling around shit. He's got a real good eye bulge. Yeah. His eyes are, like, literally completely out of his skull, (laughs) and there is a cartoon bump on the back of his head. And then he stops. And he's like, "Fooled y'all!" <laughs> like the beast side up. Now it's just like you had us going, and the best line delivery in this episode is fucking Chris Rager as Mister Satan, just giving the yeah <laughs> as he's standing there, fucking killed. Can we hear this up? The light inside is dying. Yeah, and this is when ZTV comes out with a film about. Mr. Satan beating Cell, which he's like, wait, I didn't sign off on my I image. And they're like, I love oh. how like touchy Mr. Satan is this entire time about anything about what happened with Cell. Yeah, because I think he he knows <laughs> deep inside, he knows all of this is a lie, and he kind of hopes people just say it, but don't make like and keep his fame, but stop asking him about this because they're gonna expect a lot more out of him than he can give. Yeah, uh, which is very funny. I do love, they start the movie for the ZTV movie, and the logo they use is the Toei Animation logo, it's but, really or Chueisha, I think, but they replace it with ZTV as the logo. Yeah, it's, it's a it's rock, really good. rock intro with waves and rocks! Yeah, <laughs> which is a, a great fucking dub ad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get the movie, which there is some interesting trivia around this movie and that there are two versions of this scene that exist in an official capacity. Mm-hmm. Both were made by Funimation. One was told they had to make. One was the one they wanted to do. The one they wanted to do is they actually got the voice actors from Team Four Star to voice everyone in the video. Yep. <laughs> and they, yeah, which they filled with a bunch of like ref- old references to other dubs as well as just overall cheesiness, their voices some light references to their own material. It's really funny. Uh, it's It seems like they really had a blast with it. Toei Animation hates Team 4 Star, though, so Toei Animation told them they couldn't use it, so they had to re-record 
what we got here. Well, like, it was which... all set to go, and then somebody at Toei caught wind of it, and then weren't they, like, threatened with having the license pulled if they aired that scene? I believe so, which they had already barely gotten the license for these because Toei tried to undercut them with, like, I think the blue dub or whatever mm -hmm. of Super had already been going at this point. Mm. Uh, but nobody watched it and the ratings were terrible, so eventually they relented and let Funimation have it again. Um, and yeah, so then they were like, but we can take it back immediately if you put these fuckers in, so... They were like, well, I think this also like, it, didn't this which... also like get the team four star guys like soft blacklisted from a lot of shit for years. It hasn't helped them. <laughs> uh, they've still made it into a lot of the video games, which I'm kind of surprised that seems to be an exception. Yeah, it might be because they're, they're different video games. And I know they show. I know, uh, I know both Lanny and uh, Scott show up a lot in like Borderlands. The, the Borderlands and the Tiny Tina one that came out, they both voice characters in that. Yeah, which, I mean, that one, like, Toei has nothing to do with yeah. and is a whole different, like, thing. The Dragon Ball games, I'm kind of surprised they're able to get in as much because you'd think Toei would still try to, like, keep them out, but maybe they just are a little more hands-off with the video games. Mm-hmm. Um, since, like, they make the anime and they just license the games. Yeah. Um, and Toei notoriously has a large stick up their ass at all times. Um, which they used to be pretty hands-off with the dubs, but as those dubs became more profitable, they started putting the stick further in. Um. Ain't it how it always goes. Ain't it. Yeah, as soon as it's profitable, they come in and fuck it up. Uh, that's not trying to. They still give them some freedom. The dubs still add a lot of bits that aren't in there, uh, especially in Super. Um, not, like, distractingly so, but they they do let them riff a little. <laughs> but this is one point that they just, like, do not move on. Which, this was getting dubbed at the same time as Dragon Ball Super, so mm -hmm. we're in that era of dubbing at this point. Um... They still have fun with it. I, I still enjoy the version that makes it into the episode. I'd probably enjoy it more if I did not know the other version exists and I wasn't <laughs> a, like, Team Four Star fan. Mm -hmm. It is almost one of those that I'm like, I feel like my outsider knowledge taints my view of this more than the actual video. I'm curious how much time they, they had to throw this, to throw the nude version together, because I thought that this new one was kind of flat. There's a lot less lines, it's very true. And again, I'm like, some part of me feels I'm influenced by my knowledge of it, but it is a little flatter. I do like that they almost dub it like it's an old dub before anyone cared about dubs. Like, the lines are really awkward, and they keep going, ha ha, with, like, it's a fucking Speed Racer cartoon. Mm -hmm. um, which was, like, like, a Goku classic being trick. like, this kind of rules. Yeah, I love the Goku's yeah. the only one really into this. Until the end, when it's, yeah, like, he... Mistake, when he's like, well, you know, at least, you know, at the end of the day, so law, so... Yeah. What can we do? Which, which I will say, at the end of the video, there's a quick disclaimer that's like, uh, please visit whatever shop for all official Mr. Satan merch, which is still the Lanny Pator line in the official airing. Wild. Like, his recording of it. So I'm like, at least they kept him. They were able to sneak that one in, which probably <laughs> Toei would be more upset if they either knew or, like, if they caught it earlier. But I'm like, yeah, I will I'm, give I'm my hat. I'm curious how that managed to stick. I feel like that was, like, the people on the team at Funimation were like, we still really like TFS, so we're gonna see if we can get this one line in, and Toei just didn't catch it. Because I'm assuming if Toei was able to tell them, like, hey, don't do this, Toei was probably watching them pretty close. Um, yeah. If not, got, like, cut, 
like a, a say in the cuts of all of the dubs. I'm not sure if they have that level of oversight. Um, but yeah, I don't know. that's it's a fun little bit. Uh, it could have been more fun. The TFS version is out there on YouTube, so if you Google it, you'll find it. Um, but yeah, it's sad that that version didn't make it into the episode because <laughs> it is such a like that is in inex inexorably inexorably. inexorably. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to use big words. That has been... You can't take TFS out of the US fandom for Dragon Ball at this point. They have been very influential yeah. in, mm-hmm. like, yeah, American Perception uh, ideas of Dragon of Ball, Dragon Ball yeah. fandom. Yeah. They're, they're not, like... Some people are like, oh, they ruined everyone's perception of these characters, which I don't go that far, but no. they've certainly, like... They, every joke they've made with any of the characters, not, like... This isn't like they're unoriginal, but like at least the through line of it has been in the fandom. Like they're fans as much as the rest of mm-hmm. us, and they have become part of the conversation, whether like whether you want to ignore it or not, which Toei does. <laughs> um, but it would have been fun to have this little acknowledgement of their contribution to Dragon Ball and like everything they've done. Uh, I'm glad Lanny Pator's little disclaimer at the end still stuck. Um. Nick Landis, is it Nick Landis is his real name? Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's his Nick last Landis. name Landis, yeah. I know they all kind of use their real names now, but I'm so used to just calling them by their YouTube handles. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, Scott Freaks will still be Kaiser Neko to me forever. <laughs> yeah. um, but, enough about the movie, a mullet has struck the, has struck the television show. Yeah, there's a weird prominence of mullets among the opponents, <laughs> which I guess they... The, the opponents that Goten and Trunks fight are supposed to be siblings, but which and I'm assuming is children. in the original. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. But basically this 15-year-old goes up to 8-year-old Trunks and is like, you're a little bitch. I'm gonna and kick he's like, your ass. <laughs> and Trunks is the sass king in these episodes. <laughs> I fucking love little Trunks more in this watch around than I thought I would. I always remember as an adult, I liked future Trunks more, and I still do, but Kid Trunks is a lot more fun as a character in these chapters than I remembered him being. (laughs) Um, So I'm just fucking shit-talking this kid so effortlessly. I'm like, yeah, he is Vegeta's kid. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) As literally, like, which, I yeah, it's Laura Bailey voicing him in this dub. I always want to say that it's it's not, because after, in Super, it's not. Because Laura Bailey, I thought, had become too expensive by this point. But I guess they got her for this. But they were dubbed um, at the same time. Yeah, which is the weird part to me. I'm almost like, was it a scheduling thing? And then now it's just a... Oh, I forget her name, and she's so good. Uh, she's a really talented voice actress. She also voices Kaguya in the dub of Kaguya-sama Love is War. Mm. Which I was, I could be a fun change up if we want to go with a rom-com instead of a shonen after we finish Z before we start GT. Um, we'll put it on the list. I think something, yeah. Tipton. Alexis Tipton. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, who has voiced younger Trunks from this point forward uh, in Super as well as in uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot and all the video games. <laughs> yeah, it was probably um, a scheduling thing then if they were, if she was doing this and then somebody else was doing Super. Probably, and then I guess after that point, Laura Bailey either asked and for too much money up. or they were like, or, yeah, or Alexis, they were willing to be like, you know what, Alexis Tipton can take the role because she was just getting busier. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know which. I have no idea what Laura Bailey's opinion is of the role <laughs> of, of, of like her time playing Trunks. I don't think I've ever seen an interview of her talking about it. I don't think she has any negative view of it. You're right. We'll have to go to uh, a con where she's at and ask her. Yeah, be like, what do you think about voicing Trunks and WSP reporting? <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? What? Who the fuck are you? Like, you said my name when you approach. Fuck off. <laughs> and then we get kicked out. That's the goal. You'll be We're kicked show out. I don't know that, man. I, I mean, I have, to, yeah. I have to assume it's like the confluence of three, woman. The, the three things being more popular, uh, becoming a mother, and then the critical role. Yeah. Yeah. Which I is think- also, yeah, obviously she is a she has a family, but she... I mean, she still does tons of video game work. She was like I, one of the main characters. She doesn't do a ton anymore. In... She did a ton. They all used True. to do a ton. Mm-hmm. None of I them mean, do she a was ton of work in... anymore. No. I mean, she was in Marvel's Avengers and Call well, of Duty. Well, remember, they used Vanguard. to do like three things, four, three to like seven things a year. Yeah. And that was like oh, yeah. one thing a year. Yeah, they used to like, be that's... everywhere. Yeah. True. I think some part of that might also be that like video game pay for voice actors and starring roles has gotten better. Because also a big part of why voice actors were in everything was that was the only way to have it a like feasible living. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree that there, yeah, yeah. there's like um, definitely like you could get paid more, do, or you could get paid a lot more doing hmm. one role and critical role. <laughs> yeah, all I'm saying yeah, is which, Matt Mercer voices a guy in Monster Hunter World. He will not do. He's not going to do that these days. True. No, I well, think I mean, he's still one. I actually think I think Matt Mercer w- just does things he wants to do. I bet I truly believe <laughs> yeah. that. I will say that because Matt Mercer still does Jotaro in the dubs of JoJo, and it was fucking Ganondorf in Tears of the Kingdom. Well, yeah, which because he's those are just cool. a massive fan. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I think he's like, I'll just do cool shit. And he's still Levi in Attack on Titan. Like he did not bow from that role. So yeah, I think he's he's entered his like uh, what you call it? Uh, the guy who played Frodo uh, and Daniel Radcliffe. He's entered his that phase of his career where he's like, I can just do what I want. Um, and I want to do Critical Role, and I want to be Jotaro. Did you imply that <laughs> like, Elijah yeah, Wood is both Frodo and Dan- Daniel Radcliffe? Yes, okay, that's yeah, totally that not... <laughs> yeah. We haven't seen but, him yeah, in the same room um, Which, yeah, we will see Matt Mercer in a dub of Dragon Ball. He voices Hit and Super, so... Yeah, fuck yeah! Because anytime you have a broody, like... Anime man. Anytime you have a broody, <laughs> stoic anime man, there is like a 50% chance Matt Mercer will be dubbing him. I mean, he's Jotaro and fucking uh, Levi, who are the broody anime boys at this point. <laughs> two slightly different flavors, but two very similar archetypes. Um, But yeah, so this episode ends as like all the kids are brought out into the ring to be like, we're about to start the juniors. It's going to be cute and fun. And Piccolo is being an old man yelling at a cloud, being like, this thing's a fucking circus. I remember when this tournament had some fucking... And then I pumped it. And I blow, blow it up. It up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I love how much, like, Piccolo's like, they're disrespecting the tournament. When he turned this place into glass, like, ten years well, ago. If the tournament doesn't mean anything, then when he took over the world at the tournament, it didn't mean anything either. So it has to mean something for him to still feel important. <laughs> I can see that. But yeah, that's the end of 106, and 107 opens as they're once again just getting ready to intro their rounds. There's no, there's also no prelims here, so they're like, there's 34 fighters, and we put them in a bracket. Here they go. Absolutely he also calls them, wild. So the children's bracket is just child cruelty, right? 
oh yeah, these kids are just punching the shit out of each other and crying like And like half time. of them don't even look like they want to be here. When they get to like the Trunks versus Mullet Man fight, it's like a 15-year-old versus an 8-year-old. And as far as the, organi- yeah, and the organizers don't know how strong Trunks is, so this is just like, what is happening? Yeah, no actual like kids martial arts tournament would put these two against each other, at least blind. Like there would be the like the exception of the YouTube video of like watch this ten year old master beat this like eighteen year old. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like not saying that's common, but I'm saying like if you were just doing a blind tournament of a bunch of like kid martial artists, you would not pair a like fucking teenager against a toddler, essentially. <laughs> Uh, little do they know, they should not have made this matchup for the opposite reason of what they think. <laughs> that little uh, toddler's as gonna literally, kill like, this, man. this This, like, mulleted fucking brat is like, I am going to wipe the floor with you. And Trunks is like, it is literally not worth my time to shit talk you because this is going to be over immediately. And I'm like, Leg sweep, love kicks him kid. into the air, instantly killed on contact with the ground. Yeah, yeah. it's like, we get the Bulma being, like, the soccer mom in the audience, which is one of my favorite bits in this episode. <laughs> like, this sounds like when I used to go to my brother's hockey games and my mom was freaking out, is what Bulma sounds like. <laughs> and I'm like, this is very sweet. Uh, but also super funny as she's like, hey, as she's sitting in the stands next to Mullet Kid's mom, and it's like, Mullet Kid's like, you're gonna wipe the floor with this eight-year-old, I'm so proud of you. And Bulma's <laughs> like, hey... Hold nothing back. Sweep the leg, Trunks. <laughs> and as, like, Bulma's yelling, back, give him Trunks, everything. Break his back. <laughs> yeah, Bulma's literally yelling, give him everything you got. And Trunks responds to the kid, like, I'm not giving you everything you got because you don't deserve it. <laughs> and it's boring for me that you can't. Kid comes at him. Trunks just sweeps his leg, shoots him up in the air, and he lands on his head. Instantly unconscious. Fatality. Rea- realistically deceased in, the, <laughs> in this tournament just knocked out uh which i do love krillin earlier was pointing at the tournament being like they don't train him like they used to watching this kid and i'm like i think krillin needs to understand that him and goku are absolute <laughs> freaks also goku and krillin <laughs> just, are the only ones actually like paying any attention at all to what's happening everyone else is just like we don't care chi chi and bulma are really invested in goten and trunks um, I do like, we get another kid gets wrung out and he starts crying and Mr. Satan comes up and like, he's like, hey, it's okay. Like losing is part of the journey mm-hmm. and like holds him up on his shoulder. We do get a little internal monologue from Mr. Satan being like, that was the easiest PR move I've ever done. I wish that wasn't there. Uh, same. Cause I'm like, knowing what Mr. Satan will be doing later in this, he has a heart. <laughs> He's a bit of a fame whore, and I think he's going to go through an arc here. But even with this monologue, I think it kind of sets that, like, yeah, he's doing it for a bit of a selfish reason, but he was invested in coming and helping this kid, because I don't think it would have hurt his PR if he just didn't walk out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, there is a, a through line that Mr. Satan has a heart and cares about people. He is not just a piece of shit. Yeah, And we're going to get more of that as the arc goes forward and Mr. Satan becomes part of the plot uh, in a surprising way if it's your first time watching. Um, but I, I do wish that monologue wasn't there because I, I think that would have been a nice save the cat moment for us to start the Mr. Satan redemption arc. 
Uh, um, I like Dragon Ball's good mm-hmm. at redemption arcs. It is. Um, I yeah. like that that Oolong sitting next to Bulma, and Bulma returns to using Oolong as a punching bag. Yeah, yeah I was like, why is this? All, what wire got crossed in her head that she has to start beating the shit out of Oolong anytime she's excited? I don't know, but I'm happy that nature is finally healing. Yeah, I am. Like, this is some classic Dragon Ball back in the fray. <laughs> which, having everybody in a boot world t- tournament is some classic Dragon Ball feel in a lot of ways. It's kind of fun seeing them in this context. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, Trunks... Wins his fight. Goten is up now. I I think is where we're at. Oh, we've been ba- um, we've been bouncing all over the place on this episode. There's really not a whole lot happening. I it's just true. like I like uh, Goten I... being the shadow of the other Mulligan yeah. a lot. I'm just there for that. Like, come on, hit me. Well, I love no hit me. It's for a real. very different. Oh, oh, yeah. this is all it's you a have. Very different flavor. All right. Wham. Yeah, yeah Trunks. It, like it we've had it last time. Like, I hope yeah. Trunks is like this like full of himself kid. Like he should be. And Trunks is. He's exceptionally full of himself. Um, yeah. but also he totally can be mm-hmm. and then yeah. Goten's like sick of fight I love fighting I love getting out there and doing stuff and the guy's like okay well you're, you punch me like actually do it and then the most condescending way ever Goten's like oh this is it yeah and, it just and then Dex just right like nose yeah, yeah. knocks yeah. him out he's not yeah, the important thing being, he's not trying to be condescending. He's just legitimately disappointed yeah. that, like, this is going to the be as level, easy as he just realized. The level of condescension be. that only an innocent child can reach. Yeah, one of those where because you didn't mean it that way, it is far more brutal. It's like when a child, like when you're playing a game with a kid and the kid and you make a bad move, the kid goes, why'd you do that? And, like, looks at you like <laughs> a g- legitimate, like, and you're like... Fuck you! That's why! I don't know! <laughs> fuck you! Dumbass! I can, I can, I can fuck drive! You dare question me? Yeah. The brutality of childhood innocence. <laughs> um, as Goten also, yeah, just like one-shots this kid. Chi-Chi is also like much more reserved than Domes Bulma. Domes of sniper shots, jab like, that, kills a kid yeah. instantly. Goten is very aware, or Chi-Chi's very aware that Goten is going to wipe the floor with this kid. Because she's been training him. Um, <laughs> and then Gohan took over after a certain point. And Chi-Chi knows how strong he is. But instead of Bulma being like fucking clean his clock as his mother is like shit talking him. Chi-Chi is like, just uh, don't don't hit him too hard. Yeah, everybody, and like Krillin's like, get him, or like with Trunks, Krillin's like, get him Trunks. Oh wait, wait a minute. Uh, Go easy on him, Trunks. Yeah. Um... The whole time, we also keep cutting back as a B-plot to, like, the various problems of the second punch machine and Gohan and Videl having to wait for it and missing the entire Juniors tournament, which is a fun time. Um, and then Gohan's like, hey, how long is this going to take? And the, the guy, the repairman goes, look, sorry, son. I get it. <laughs> it is so good. But I after Goten knocks out this kid, I did forget to mention, he, like, knocks him out is like sleep tight (laughs) some shit like that and then the mother in the stands is about to like come at bulma and chi chi just fucking one shots her (laughs) and was like huh still got it (laughs) and sits back down (laughs) like this is so fucking good i was happy to see chi chi even if it's just this context chi chi just get to assert that she is still a fighter in some way um but yeah, then we kind of get the montage, which this was a moment that 
I was kind of happy we were watching Z Kai because I feel like each of these clips was probably either longer or a full episode. Oh, you mean you didn't want to see Kalashnikov defeat his opponent? No, though I did. Or this the is fight, a reference or the for... fight against Bart and Pepperoni. <laughs> this is also a reference for just me and Chase. And I, you've have you watched None Piece? All of it? Yeah. Yeah, because like when the boxing kid came up. He started talking, and I was like, this sounds like Purple Eyes. Like, this yes. sounds like yes. Helmeppo sounds in Nun Piece. I was like, did they get him in for this? I He's like, don't me. worry, I'm coming at you. I was I'm like, I get can't. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta watch Nun Piece again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm fucked he up. He has like, the, like, here comes like the pain. Piece. Like, the most, <laughs> yeah. like effeminate weird man voice but not like effeminate in a disrespectful way just like odd effeminate voice that no human has probably <laughs> makes. I'm gonna get ya <laughs> it's like the same it's the same vibe as the like my name's Anthony yeah, and I think porn should be, be illegal. illegal like that yeah. is the, like, like, the cadence of it is like inhuman in a way that is just super funny <laughs> I also just love Goten and Trunks. Um, their different fighting style. One of their shows, like Goten, is like pushing people out, um, very small hits, and Trunks is like fucking throwing people, out. throwing haymakers. Just, yeah, throwing haymakers, beating the shit out yeah. of people. And I like, want to put out Goten bows to every one yeah. of his opponents after he like fucking decks them. Learn Trunks, Chi-Chi, learn Trunks however, is still just seething that he's in the kitty bracket. Yeah, Trunks is taking out his anger on every opponent he has that he's here instead of fighting the adults, which, I mean, this used to not have a kiddie bracket. Like, Goku as a kid fought full-grown adults. True. Yeah, which I guess their their reasoning was just, back then, they were like, look, if a kid gets his <laughs> shit wrecked in the prelims, that's on him. He knew what he signed up for. Um, this is a much more reasonable thing to have, like, a kid's tournament. Still conducted unreasonably by putting teenagers. Well, you know, it went commercial, so now there's a whole bunch of regulations. Not like the true like back alley world martial arts terms they had back in the day, where you could just pull out a nudie mag and deck a guy. Yeah, that's true. I think if somebody tried to put on sunglasses to avoid a solar flare here, they would be suspended. (laughs) Um, but now we finally get to the we skip all the way up until we're at the championship bout, which is unsurprisingly. Goten versus Trunks. Oh, I thought Kalashnikov uh, had it. Yeah, I thought Kalashnikov really had a shot here. His name is a gun. <laughs> <laughs> ah, had a shot. But this is when Goten it. and yeah, Goten and Videl are fine, or Gohan and Videl are finally able to punch the punch machine and sprint over here just in time to see the like two start fighting. I want to know what Videl's is... punch number was. I also want to know what Videl's punch number was. I want to know how low Gohan was able to get his, too. <laughs> Criminal that we didn't get to um, see it. Yeah. But this is what we get to see two people fighting at a level close to what we, you know, expect out of Z Fighters fighting. Fighting at a level and, under Super Saiyan. And this is when Mr. Satan sees these two kids fight, which apparently the champion of the juniors gets to, like, Take have a, a swing with him. Yeah. Yeah. Which he looks and he's like, oh, I fucked up. I can't. Oh, shit. Oh, no. And then Videl in the stands is like, aren't, what the, how the, 
what <laughs> is looking to her left and right and seeing everyone just kind of smiling and watching as if this is nothing remarkable in any way it is just like what the <laughs> she's i think now having the revelation that her dad is not nearly as strong as she thinks he is not nearly as strong and these people are so absurdly strong that little seven-year-olds are flying and fighting to a degree no one's seen since ye olden days where the announcer is <laughs> the only man who remembers the past we are entering yeah. the stage where and he is advanced for martial arts looks like magic to the untrained eye. Where the, the announcer yeah. is like cursed with, is like cur- a child of prophecy, damned to remember everything of the past, but nobody listens to him. Yeah. I have seen now he's- children fire beams of light from their hands yeah, yeah, as that's- they fight their surrogate father. Yeah, yeah, right, that's cool. Man, just, get, just get back in the ring. There's a match going on. Yeah. I remember. I remember a Jackie Chuck. You there is call no this a fight? <laughs> Does no one remember Jackie Chan? There is no Jackie Chan announcer. There's never been a Jackie Chan. I know him. I saw him with my eyes. He had hair. I I know what I saw. He blew up the moon. A green elf killed all the people. (laughs) And then he has like bigger green elf. He's right over there. (laughs) There's like seven or eight people here who are not like having their whole reality split apart by this. And it's the announcer in the Z Warriors and, <laughs> like, you know, Bulma and Chi Chi and Oolong. And I think Poir is floating around here somewhere. Uh, Poir was last <laughs> seen on the plane. That was it. Same with Yabcha. Yabcha yeah. has they not been spotted. They both just, like, stayed on the plane. Yeah. But don't worry. Yeah, they're don't they're worry. there. The favorite music's playing. The AC's on. It's fine. I will, <laughs> I'm also going to just say, because I don't want to point out, the animation for, like, just the Boo Saga is just better than yes. Cell. And oh yeah, this is like a this is just a cut above. It's just been really good. I just want to point oh, yeah. out right now that this fight scene I think between is... Gohan and uh, Trunks, not Gohan, Goten, Goten and Trunks. Trunks. Yeah, that's why I fucked up. It's just oh, really yeah. good. It's watch. There's a lot of like the repeating like punching mm-hmm. stuff, but it works well enough. I think the cutaways are mm-hmm. fun. Uh, and it just looks great. I love I love this little fight oh, scene. Yeah. I love these little tykes hitting each other in the head. <laughs> Oh, yeah, which I mean, like, these are, you know, Dragon Ball is a certified phenomenon, has been for years, but I'm assuming the budget kept going up and their own expectation around what they could pull off went up. Mm -hmm. This is also when we start getting in the very blocky muscle era of the style, which is, I think, fun. I mean, nothing beats how things looked in Broly. That didn't sound very confident. Yeah, I don't know. It's not my favorite art style for Dragon Ball, having now watched all of Ball and Z. I'm like, I kind of liked it when it was a little less blocky. Bring um, back the pudgy characters. I want to see pudgy Vegeta. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> this, the general quality of animation and the general like shot composition and choreography is a step up here, even from some of the best moments from Cell. Uh, I think what we're going to see and what is a pretty common consensus in the fandom from at least the circles I've been in a lot of people love the fights in this arc, the big fights and Boo and everything, where it really falls apart is the pacing. Oh, yeah. And just, yeah, it's going to go on longer than we think it will. It's going to keep, like, enemies are going to keep coming back. Uh, but the animation quality is up there, and there's some standout moments because of it. Mm. Like, we still have not gotten to my favorite fight in this arc, which is not surprising. But I'd agree, like, even this bout here and a lot of the... Like, training fights between Goten and Gohan looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, just a general level of quality above where it was. I will say Yamcha uh, does appear prior. in these scenes. He's next. He's next to um, uh, Chichi. Oh, uh, that's right. He oh, just sweet. doesn't have any lines. Yeah, he has no lines. He's just looking yeah. at them as they as Bulma beats the shit out of Oolong. <laughs> as they fight, uh, there's a lot of hey, good. Chris there's good moments here that I've never out here. that I like a lot. Yeah. I like Goten grabbing trunks from behind and then doing like a little childish laugh and then instantly elbowed in the face. <laughs> um, I yeah. like when Trunks dives on Goten, he like starts spinning as he goes yeah. down, just like not for like a move, just because like he can and he wants to. Mm-hmm. And there's like good little character mm-hmm. moments for them. Um, yeah. and everyone freaking out and then erupting into cheers and just yeah, the bit at the going, end. normal shit, normal shit. They all, they have, they go back to their positions. The fights, the fights taking a breather. They both smirk at each other and the crowd goes fucking wild. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like, this is amazing. <laughs> and the announcer shouting from the back. I told you, none of you believed me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah as he's just like yep they're in the air and saying it just as the most normal thing um, <laughs> good thing Goten learned to fly I can't yeah, believe he didn't know how to do it before he's a little, <laughs> he's a little baby um, mm-hmm. that part's really good I like. there's like a lot of like good little moments here like like we said Goten bowing to everyone I think Goten being like nervous to ever be out on stage because he's yeah. literally never been in public with more than like probably eight people at a time his opponent has to like kind of like snap him back to reality being like hey, yeah. hey I'm right here uh, all that mm. stuff's good I like just Videl slowly realizing Gohan's family's fucking amazingly powerful mm-hmm uh, and then Mr. Satan's a little baby boy. <laughs> we haven't gone to Mr. Satan's a baby boy yet, but we're getting there. Um, <laughs> all that stuff is good. I just wish Tien was here. I just miss my brother. <laughs> I miss my heroes. Oh, yeah. Which this is when it will, like, kind of... The episode ends here with the, the start of this fight. So we won't be able to see the conclusion of this. But this is... A very fun kickoff to the tournament. I appreciate that we also get through the juniors quick. Um, They're paying the winning child 10 million zenny. 10 million dollars! Yeah, that's crazy that the junior... That's the pot for the juniors. Wasn't that also the pot pot for the... What was the pot again? It was like 100 million. I thought that was the pot for like the regular one too. I thought it was. I thought it was less. I thought it was like a hundred million for the I'm regular. Sure got, let me scroll back through my notes. I'm sure I wrote it in there somewhere. Hmm. Which Chi-Chi's like, we need to bring home that bacon. Ox King money's running out. <laughs> that giant hoard of wealth that I don't ask him too many questions about how he accumulated because I also saw the mountain of skulls outside of our castle when I was growing up. <laughs> oh, ask him about it. Uh. Ah, damn, I didn't write down how much the prize money was. Yeah, do you think Ox King is stronger than Mr. Satan? Yes. I think, like, without a question. I think Mr. Roshi, or Master Roshi is stronger than Ox King. Oh, Master Roshi is stronger than Ox King, my god. Oh, yeah, but, like, him and Ox King train together. So, uh, like, Ox King is the Krillin to Master Roshi's Goku. So, like, I think Mas- uh, Ox King could still wipe the floor with his ass. No, I think it'd be a, pr- I think it'd be an interesting fight. I don't know who would win. I think it'd be close. I, I don't know. In my opinion, almost certainly the Ox King would win. It might be closer than anybody else. Yeah, but Ox King hasn't like done anything. He's just like a big guy who's been in dad mode for like two decades now. Yeah, but he's still like a big dude who, at somewhere in his brain, has like. 
decades and decades of martial arts training. I'm like, so and, does and, Mr. Satan. He's not going to forget everything. That is also true. Mr. Satan's but also not been training, so... <laughs> can Ox King use key? No. I feel like he has to be able to... At least he has to be able to sense it or be aware of it. I, I, think, don't, I don't know if Ox I don't King think can, he can shoot a laser or I don't fly. think he can either. Yeah, if, he could like... if he could shoot a laser beam, then he could fix his own damn castle. <laughs> That's true. That Apparently all it takes to put out a fire is to shoot it with a laser. Is to blow up the whole building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Goku really, you know, cut off his ear to spite his face. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so, I no, know. I think it'd be a really close... I think it'd be a close fight or Mr. Satan wins. I still would say I think that... Uh, I am more convinced that Ox King would win than Mr. Satan. Well, but hopefully Ox yeah, King's we're in the, not new, gonna in the new Budokai game and we can find out... Oh, it's it's possible. I think <laughs> I think he was in the last. No, I don't think he was in Tenkaichi Budokai Tenkaichi three actually. But I mean, a big part of Budokai Tenkaichi is just throwing as many fucking characters into the toy box as possible. Though I'm sure a big selling point for it will be getting a bunch of Dragon Ball Super characters into the mix at this point. You think Monaka's gonna Slash. be like a god tier level character, or is he gonna be like a weenie like Mr. Satan? If it plays the way that he played in Budokai Tenkaichi, Mr. S if he's like Mr. Satan, he's going to be a weenie. If it plays the way that Mr. Satan played in Budokai, he will be a god. <laughs> oh, really? And that would be substantial. Yeah, I think Mr. Satan is considered a top-tier character in the original Budokai. That's hilarious. And I feel like that was just a joke on the part of the people making the game. Good, In Budokai good. Tenkaichi, he's literally so weak that most characters don't flinch when Mr. Satan punches them. <laughs> like, he can't overcome their, uh, whatever the minimum value is for them to flinch. That's hilarious. Which, yeah. I also love that those were the... Well, Budokai was the first game that gave him a jetpack. <laughs> because they just sat down and were like, well, this game has the mechanic that you can follow your opponents into the air and, like, fly a little bit. How are we going to make this character do this? Because <laughs> we don't want to program him all that differently. And it's been very silly ever since then. I am shocked the show has yet to give him a jetpack at any point. Because, uh, like, some things that started in video game canon have made it into canon now. Mm -hmm. In particular, Vegito's final Kamehameha, which was, like, a special technique that he only had in the games because they were like, well, it would be a fun and interesting combination of Goku and Vegeta's ultimate moves. Uh, and then Dragon Ball Super, both the manga and the anime, made it canon. It's very funny that, yeah, yeah, what's Goku and Vegeta's ultimate moves? Well, Vegeta's got the final flash, obviously. Goku, I, he shoots a bigger ka Kamehameha at him, I guess. <laughs> I mean, given the way that the fucking spirit bomb works, that is the only one that makes sense <laughs> to throw in. The, Goku does have the super Kamehameha, well, except now he has the divine Kamehameha, because that's where we're at in the series. Um, the powered by though I, <laughs> yeah though I do love that Dragon Ball GT when it came time for Super Saiyan 4 Goku and them to be like well I don't know how do you show his Kamehameha is stronger as they just called it the 10 times Kamehameha yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and made it red instead of blue. Damn, I love Kamehameha brackets 10, close brackets. Yeah. I think I don't think he even like does anything different. It's just that the ball is red and it is uh by as the name says, it is implied to be ten times stronger than his standard Kamehameha. <laughs> and that's not even his like that's not his final attack. His final attack's like the hundred times Kamehameha or some shit. And then Gogeta has the big bang Kamehameha, which is the move that I wish they had ended the fight in fucking uh Dragon Ball Super Broly with, because the Big Bang Kamehameha is one of the coolest looking attacks that the show has ever birthed. <laughs> At least to me. Anyway. It is pretty cool. Well, that's I the agree. end of these episodes. Episodes kick ass, dude. It's just fucking yep. good. It's good stuff. Turns out boot rips yeah, so I, far. I, yeah, I know I've said this more than once. I'm waiting for this to fall off, because i that's all I'm anticipating. Okay, but what if maybe the that's twist, a good maybe place the, to be. What if the twist is it doesn't actually, and the fandom's wrong yet again? It's not impossible. We have, we've hit that point more than once so far in this podcast run that our opinions do not line up with the greater I'm gonna say with Kai, my opinion's gonna be it is gonna have a fall-off moment. Let me open it up real quick for my fall-off moment. Yeah, it won't be as, but it's it won't be as be severe as Z. Till a little bit, until we get to like uh, I don't know when we'll get to it, but I'll be I around like time of, of go tr- uh yeah go trunks go tanks go tanks go tanks go tanks. We'll be there'll be a time around that. I think we'll be the fall off around that area of time. I can see that. I feel like it might come around the time that we're in Bobbity's spaceship because I always remember getting bored around that point. Uh, it comes back again after. I think it's going to be a lot of like ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Like I think we're going to be like, yo, these three episodes were boring, and then we're going to be like, yo, the Majin Vegeta fight just happened, and that shit's hype. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to come back and be like, oh, Goku's Super Saiyan three is kind of not that Super Saiyan three is cool, but the fight that follows it is, from my memory, not one of the biggest standouts of this uh, this arc. And then go tanks. It'll be up and down. Um, but we're not there yet, so it's kind of too early to call. We might surprise ourselves and end up, you know, the way that we felt after watching Raditz and being like, wait, Raditz good? (laughs) Um, yeah. Which I guess I should emphasize the audience. We're not trying to be contrarians. This is not us trying to be like, oh, we're cool. We all know chases. I'm a liar. And I, I actually really love the part in the episode of dragon ball where they're hanging out with the reverend army and then goku's like i'm getting constricted by a damn freaking telekinesis <laughs> oh no the magic rope has got me once oh, no, again here's the gay guy who has telekinesis Isn't i'm so cool? i'm so happy the anime made him a pedophile yeah yeah the eternal like man the dub changed something pretty drastically and that was a good decision man yeah. But yeah, uh that I guess that's it for this. Yep. <laughs> Always an eloquent eloquent end to these episodes. You know, fuck right. fuck you, alright? <laughs> Put my damn hours in here.